friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Was I had a bit part on Sesame Street, which is also in the Brooklyn area, at the Kaufman Studios, and I was contracted to do a single episode, not a single episode, but a single scene in one episode, and that was it. Well, let me just tell you, that did not go as planned. Let me just say that Big Bird is a and he tried to stomp me to death with, his gi- death with his giant feet. Stay tuned to the end of the episode because we'll be talking about upcoming events and all of our wonderful sponsors. Real quick, we do want to highlight our newest sponsor, Crewwear, a buddy of ours that has been making the 817 shirt, the Funky Town 817 shirt that you've probably seen me running around if you've been to any of the events or you follow any of our social media feeds where I'm doing a video and I happen to be in it. We've got this shirt that people literally stop me in the middle of stores and ask me where I got it. Well, now you can go to the Fort Worth Roots website website, go to uh, our drop-down tab for our vendors, and you can select Crewwear and find the 817 shirt right there. You can order it today. Again, that is Crewwear, and you can find it on our website, fortworthroots.com. Today's episode is with a friend of ours that we invited to join us on an episode with uh, some other people, and they canceled on us. So this is just two buddies talking about the life of a puppeteer. And you can find his information on TikTok and follow along by looking up Skip Redstone on TikTok and uh, get ready to be entertained for hours. He does live videos on TikTok through that account. And, uh, and if you'll follow him, you will get notified every time he goes live with his puppet. Today's episode was filmed in the new room at the studio, the Fort Worth Roots studio just outside of downtown Fort Worth, and we'd encourage you to go check out the YouTube video because this is one of the first times that we've filmed inside the new big room at the Fort Worth Roots podcast. You can find it on YouTube just searching Fort Worth Roots. Thank you all so much for being here. Please give it up for our friend, Skip Redstone and Matt Robotuner Thomas. Let's start the show. Yes, we are. Matt, you are a savior. You uh, you saved the day because we had a guest lined up for today who we will uh, leave nameless to protect the innocent. Um, but if you hadn't shown up, we wouldn't be doing an episode today, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> Folks, I got uh, Matt Robotuner Thomas here uh, with Skip Redstone, who we'll, uh, we'll meet here in just a minute. Um, I guess the subject for today was going to be theater and puppeteering, so... Uh, let's talk a little bit about puppeteering. How'd you get into this, and have you always uh, played with soft, furry um, animals? <laughs> or beings, rather. Beings, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, they are, uh, obviously, it's an inanimate object otherwise. Um, well, as you, and I'm also repping up my Red Muppet shirt, too. Uh, so I've... Uh, Is that the periodic table of yeah, Muppets? Yeah, it's a peri- periodic table of uh, Muppets, and over nice. on the... Left side, you can see all the members of Electric Mayhem that are in the lines of squiggly to in- interpret that it's voltage around them. Nice. <laughs> anyway, now I've I've been a huge fan of the Muppets since I was a kid. Like probably one of the earliest movies I remember watching is the Muppet movie. Um, but I've not always been a puppeteer. First and foremost, I'm a musician. I've been 
involved in music in some form or fashion since I was in an elementary school, starting with choir. Then when I was 10, I took guitar lessons for the first time. My teacher sucked. And then I went into, I joined the middle school band for two years playing tuba. Stopped doing that. Picked up, picked up guitar again. Actually had a good teacher. Then whenever I was in high school, I picked up the bass guitar, which that's actually been my primary instrument for most of my life, actually. Um, been in several several local bands over the years, um, dating back to when, when I was 15. And uh, up, until, up until a year ago, when my most recent band, the Jet, Boy, the, the, the Jet Noise, broke up, um, we were bass and drum duo. They actually started off as a three-piece. And the long story short, the primary singer, songwriter, guitarist left the band due to COVID. And, um, and then his, uh, he became a father for the second time. And then he told us at that point that playing in any capacity was unmanageable at that point. So uh, anyway, but... Before we go any further, I, I got to ask this question because yeah. I know there's some teachers out there rolling their eyes. What denoted a, a, a sucky uh, music teacher? Why did that musician, or excuse me, teacher not really help you along your musical journey? Okay, yeah, you're talking. You must be referring to my first guitar teacher. He taught two chords. That was it. The rest of the time, <laughs> he just played songs and uh, told bad jokes. A total waste of my parents' money. So E minor and what else? No, actually C and G. <laughs> okay. Those were the only two chords he taught my our class of like six other kids. Wow. Yeah, and myself. Is that because there were kids in the class maybe that hadn't mastered those two chords yet, so he kept having to I hammer down on that? I don't know, but the, my second teacher was actually one-on-one, so that was a lot better of ex- experience for me. We yeah. had the owner of uh, Fort Worth Music Academy on, and uh, you, you said something that reminded me of, uh, of, of their outfit, um, but your parents wasting their money. That's something that can uh, can easily happen, right? If you have a school or a teacher that's not really fit for for your kid, maybe they learn a different way, or it's just not the right environment. Yeah, you're gonna waste your money, and that's something to be cognizant of whenever you're trying to select a good teacher or a good school for your kid to learn music. And uh, I, I guess there's a vetting process at Fort Worth Music Academy where they'll you know sit down and kind of interview the kid to make sure that it's a good fit, so that the parents don't waste their money yeah it's tragic <laughs> yeah my teachers both my guitar teachers though they were just uh part-timers at the north richland hills rec center i mean it wasn't a music academy or anything like that yeah yeah i mean because schools of rock they didn't exist whenever i was a kid or even, really even up until yeah those didn't start coming up until after the school of rock movie came out which was 20 years ago are you serious i'm serious i didn't yeah. know that i thought it always been a thing no no i wish if that was around was like when i was a kid it was would have blown my damn mind so tell me again, you started to talk about your first band, and I was still hung up on that last question in my head. Oh, so. oh no, I was just saying that I've been, I've been an active musician, always having some sort of project or band going on since I was 15 years old, um, up until last year, whenever the band I was in, The Jet Noise, ceased to be. Um, but that was a band that I was referring to, start off as a three-piece, the singer-guitarist stopped because of COVID and having a second kid, and then I, the, the drummer and I retooled the band's sound as a, duo, as a bass and drum duo, and then the, the drummer moved to Oregon last year, uh, thus ending the band, but ever, which was June of last year. And so y'all went for, for a long time. Yeah, well, the Jet, between Josh and Jet Noise slash the Jet Noise, it was a total of um, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20
five years in that band, and then another four in the Confounded, uh, which is a band I was in with Josh Reed before uh, before Josh and the Jet Noise. Now, did you and uh, Dustin Schneider ever play in a band together? No, no, because we're both bassists, so there it, there would have never actually been an opportunity for us to be in the same band together. I mean. Uh, the only band that I know of that actually has multiple bassists is Ned's Atomic Dustbin. They mm-hmm. were from the 90s. I never really listened to their stuff, though. Um, but <laughs> he and I actually go back uh, quite a ways. He's one of my longest consistent friends. Uh, he and I actually knew each other when we were kids. Because um, he, he was friends with my sister. Um, long story short, he ended up moving away and going to a different school. And then years later, just by word of mouth, he ended up coming to... Uh, gig that my band was playing at in high school and then uh, we introduced each, we introduced each other and uh, found out we're both musicians and like a couple months go by and then I start recalling a story about a kid that I knew that um, unfortunately got run over by a skateboard like on Christmas Day um, the way you it, said that makes me sound that or makes it sound like the injuries might have been fairly severe oh well yeah he died Holy Any, shit. Anyway, but we both knew that kid. He said, hey, I knew somebody that happened to also. Where did you, well, like, you go to school? And I told him, and then I said, and of course, I remembered him from as a kid. I just didn't think it was the same person, um, you know, being Dustin Schneider. I said, wait a minute. I just made the connection. I knew you from when I was a kid. You're friends with my sister, <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. And you've lived in that same neighborhood your whole life? Is that what you were telling most me? Of, most of my life, yes. Yeah. Um, I still I grew up in North Richland Hills. Um, after I got married, I ended up moving to Burleson, lived there for nine years, and then after uh, after my divorce, household lived in Eels for two years, and then back North Richland Hills. So yeah, I've lived there the majority of my life. And currently, you're not really in the music scene. Oh no! Uh, well, here here here's the here's the segue for that I wanted to get to. So. I do write my own. I do write my own music. Okay. Um, I play all. I play all the instruments. I mean, I'm just a. I'm an average drummer at best. Um, I do have an electronic drum kit, but the my original songs that I've recorded, I programmed using Logic Pro. I put just programmed the drum the drum beats. So with that, I have actually have Skip Redstone here, my uh, primary puppet that I acquired a. Oh, that that I started using about a year and a half ago and uh, I have several other characters that also have a original series called Shipped in a Box where they actually perform my songs. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's of course they I wanted to create a series with all independent characters that had their own storylines, own backgrounds and whatnot and uh, I just figured that if at my, at my age which I'm in my early 40s it's kind of hard to start over with uh, t- to try and find musicians that still around my age that still you know want to want to gig regularly and still want to record their own music um and uh it's hard to find once you get older i mean there are a lot of great bands out there that are around my age range but they've they've played together forever not everybody is as fortunate to come across those situations our royal sons are one they've three of those guys have been playing together for the last 20 years and me thinks is another one they've been playing together for over 20 years yeah um yeah those kind of situations are very rare and very uh uh very fortunate um i have heard several musicians mention that there's like a shortage of bassists around town like everybody's looking for a drummer and a bassist it hmm. seems like like hard to find so i think if you put your name out there 
You you might be gigging pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, I will. I would love to play. I would love to play live again and, and be part of a band again. Yeah, by all means. Um, but anyway, but until then, um, until then, I really wasn't. After the Jet Noise ended, I really didn't. I jammed with like one or two people, but nothing I really had chemistry with. So I just thought, you know, so so I don't remain dormant. Why not uh, just create my own YouTube series and uh, personalities with my puppets here, and then they incorporate my music into it and that's what i've done we're gonna need to talk to uh skip redstone here in just a minute i wanted to ask we've got somebody on the chat this is the first time we've used uh youtube live for a live uh recording so whoever is in the room i can see there's two people i think one of them's me because i'm watching uh the chat room on another device as we're recording with one of my other the fort worth roots phone so i can't take phone calls right now but you can talk to us uh on the the chat and i'm interested for somebody to tell me how the video is looking how the audio sounds this is very analog we've got a speaker set up to the phone so whoever's out there voying us right now we've got we've got a voy a voyeur (laughs) checking checking into the uh that's for you stubs yeah old stubs old stubby um but yeah i I guess while we're waiting on the uh, chat room to tell us how the audio and video is coming through uh let's 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 talk to let's talk to Skip. Let's wake him up. Okay. Looks like he's laying over there, hanging out, taking a nap. Yeah, he's in two parts, as you can see for those watching the video. He's uh, his lower half is separate from his top half. I was wondering how that and that's not was by design work with either. The leg. Yeah, that's interesting. Just kind of slips over your elbow. Yeah, and I can talk about. Yeah, and I can talk about the um, the origins of of Skip. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, hey Skip, welcome to the Fort Worth Roots podcast, hey, man. Hey, hey everybody. What's yeah. going on? My hey, this is a big moment for me. Uh, it's a big moment for me too. Thank you for uh, having us, I should say. Yeah. Since obviously this fucker over here has to control me, <laughs> otherwise I'm just like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a it's a real problem. I've been watching your uh, TikTok live videos. You've you've picked up quite an audience for yourself. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, last I checked, I have a little over uh, 6,000 followers, which is really kind of average for YouTube standards. I mean, 10, 15,000, 10, 10, 15, 20,000 plus. I mean, you're making some kind of impact, but me, I'm just uh just in my little niche there, if you will. Yeah. yeah. But I'm okay with it. And um what how do you uh with the TikTok, how how do you? I'm gonna sound like an old man here. How do you uh, <laughs> how do you navigate TikTok uh, to to find new uh, listeners, new uh, new audience members? How do how do these people find you? I guess, or how do you get them to watch? Uh, well, uh, first thing is uh, I try to post videos regularly, which I've been bad about the last couple of weeks. Of um, honest, honestly. Um, but there, there's that, and there's uh, also going live. Um, one thing about TikTok is that the more, the, the most common thing that viewers can do for live videos is tap their screen to send likes or send gifts, and of course share share the live stream to uh, other people that they may be following as well. Um, so that uh, that definitely has a, has an impact on uh, how many followers one can get. And uh, but I just get on there to entertain. I don't get on there to big for people to tap the screen or uh, get me a get me a wind nugget or whatever or shower shower me with gifts um i mean a lot of people uh, are a success on tiktok for doing that that maybe have millions of damn followers but that's not why, I, why i'm on there not by any means why yeah. are you on there to entertain people just yeah. to get on there be myself and uh with my very 
very smart ass and uh, dirty bullshit mouth. Yeah. Now th- this, I think, is the first time that you two have uh, been in frame together. You guys are typically yeah. not in the same shot. Yeah, that is true because um, since it is the since the socials out there bear my namesake, this guy stays out of it. Yeah. Right. It's your world. Yeah. It's he's, my he's just living in it. Well, yeah. It's my world with uh, all the other uh, people of felt that also live beneath my roof. Yeah. That is the politically correct term for what what I am. Yeah. Just like um, I guess hum- you humans are referred to as Homo sapiens, but everyone just calls you human, and people just call us puppets. Yeah. So, let's get into your origin story, man. Where are you from? How did it all start? Well, originally I was made. I was created. By a company called the Brooklyn Puppet Conspiracy in Brooklyn, New York, and I actually had to work a little bit for my to earn my keep at the at the store before uh, this guy over here purchased my original physical form. Let me elaborate some. So before, uh, yeah, like I said, before this guy purchased me, I uh, I had to do some acting jobs around the town. One night, uh, or my mo- my most my most memorable one was I had a bit part on Sesame Street, which is also in the Brooklyn area, at the Kaufman Studios, and I was contracted to do a single episode, not a single episode, but a single scene in one episode, and that was it. Well, let me just tell you, that did not go as planned. Let me just say that Big Bird is a fucking diva, and he tried to stop me to death with his, gi- death with his giant feet. Now, so, is this inside the realm of uh, reality? Did this really happen? Um, out in my reality, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, in my reality, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, he came at me, and I went back at him in self-defense. Security ch- uh, separated us. Then I uh, wiggled away from their grasp and then found my way to Big Bird's dressing room, which was conveniently across the hall from the catering room. So I then took a hose hooked up to a giant vat of cooking oil, put it in his hot tub, filled that shit all the way up, turned up the heat, hoping he would deep fry himself. But Did you deep fry Big Bird? I tried to, but I the security probably uh, saw what was happening and turned and uh, turned it off. Yeah, but shortly after I did that, they caught up with me and escorted me out of the building. Now I can't come within a hundred foot radius of the Sesame Street Studios. I'm blacklisted <laughs> for life. Yeah, but anyway, shortly after that, this guy over here purchased me, and then I've uh, been in Texas ever since. Yeah. How about this heat? Yeah, I know it. Uh, I guess I've grown accustomed to it now. So spiritually, yeah, I'm sorry, not physically, I am a year and a half old. Spiritually, I'm 39. 39 year old. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, my spiritual construct actually came about when this guy was in early grade school. He didn't really have any friends his first couple of years of school. So he constructed my spiritual construct as in his imaginary friend. But I didn't have a voice, didn't have a personality. Not an appearance. I didn't even speak. I was just there. No body. Yeah, no body. And uh, yeah, really, that's what I really, literally was. I was a nobody, and I was just there to keep him company while he, uh, I guess, played by himself, because um, none of the other kids really wanted to play with him. So fast forward to December 2021, he decides he wants to give his hand at puppetry, so he purchases my original physical form from the Broken Puppet Conspiracy, and. Thus, I exist. And you've had some severe alterations since... Yeah, uh, yeah, inception. yeah. That's the second part of what I was going to say. Two months ago, um, this guy over here wanted to take the next big step up with me, in which um, he wants to capitalize on my name and likeness. 
Unfortunately, because uh, my original physical construct from the Berkham Public Conspiracy um, is for non-commercial use only, that would not have been possible. No mm. matter how uh, drastically he changed my uh, original physical appearance, I still could have been sued, and him, him too. So, my, my new construct that you see now, my new physical form, was made by this guy and his girlfriend over the period of a couple weeks, I want to say. Yeah, and now, since I am my own original creation, I can actually do merch for myself and, uh, and the other guys too. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I dig it. I dig the whole new look. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, uh, my wardrobe hasn't changed, and uh, these wristbands here you see, they were made by uh, this guy's daughter. Yeah, it was one of the first things that uh, it was given to me, and they're uh, really high sentimental value, so I'll never take them off. Very cool. Yeah, they're uh, my original form too. Tell me about your trip to New York. Uh, not too long ago, y'all made a trip to New York. and um, About a year ago, yeah. And, and I went Matt, twice. Matt just kind of haphazardly looked up, eh, I wonder if I can find the, the place where Skip was created. Yeah, yeah. So the Brooklyn Public Conspiracy did actually have office, have an office at the building right across from the hotel that he and his friends stayed at last year. Now, the strange thing is, in New York, there's more than just two buildings, right? Well, yeah. It just was a big fucking coincidence that the hotel that we were staying at was right across the street. I mean, he didn't even book the book the room. Our friend did. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of like uh, Destiny right there. Yeah, I know it. And uh, I actually did get to show myself outside of the Coffin Studios, but briefly, before uh, security recognized me. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Huh. <laughs> Did y'all not get to see the uh, the old space? Uh, no, 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 because uh, they weren't occupying that area anymore. Right, they, yeah. they'd already moved out. Yeah, they already moved, yeah. Are they still in uh, in business? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they their store's on Etsy. That's where he, uh, ah. that's where this guy originally had purchased my physical form from. Yeah. That's outstanding. Yeah. Now, you're a, you're a solo actor. You've got your own thing going, but you're actually part of a larger group of puppets. Is that yes. right? Yes, I am. I am uh, one of seven in, uh, in my household. Um, so there's myself, um, Skip Redstone, um, and that's because uh, I do have two of them down there, but I'm not going to show you. That's not the platform for this. No, what I want to. Okay. Anyway. I agree. I get that a lot, actually. Um, I digress. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, yes, there's myself and my band, Shipped in a Box. As I mentioned, I'm the lead vocalist and bassist. The band is Shipped in a Box? Shipped in a Box. Okay. Yes. Yes. Is that something that can be easily Googled? Is there performances we can see online? It is not easily Googled, but if you look up my name, Skip Redstone, on YouTube, you can find it on my on my page. Okay. Our series, yes. Yes. So, that... Uh, the band is skipped in a, uh, skipped in a box. <laughs> Shipped in a box. Might as well be skipped in a box. Um, anyway, there's myself. There's also Gary Globthorn. He is from Buda, Texas. He is the guitarist. And his uh, his past is a little seedy, I'm not going to lie. Um, he used to be a CNC machinist on third shift for, at a manufacturing company in Buda. And he likes the gas station slot machines. Well, let me just say that he likes them so much that he decided to uh, reverse engineer one without the staff looking. <laughs> so it could actually dispense money. Well, the owner found out, and he didn't like that at all. And Gary uh, tried to bribe him by splitting his um, his earnings with it, uh, his earnings from it. But he's still reporting him to police, and he's been on the run ever since. I don't even know what his real name is. <laughs> yeah. So that's Gary. He plays guitar in the band. And then there's a uh, there's also J Five. He's our house robot. His full uh, moniker is J Five PR two nine nine four. He's actually a beta prototype. 
of a Australian manufactured AI Android, if you will. So he's got it, an Australian accent. No, actually he doesn't. His oh. uh, it's like one of those Texas speech things, like uh, Stephen Hawking used to have when he was still alive. <laughs> okay. That's how he. That's how he speaks. Anyway, but his main function is performing household chores, but he has a glitch in his AI to where he'll remember what chores you ask him to do, but he doesn't fucking do them until uh, anywhere between five and six hours after you actually ask him to do them. Well, there's and a it lot doesn't of matter how many other chores or tasks that he has in his queue. Yeah. That actually makes him uh, fairly human, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, you would think. But <laughs> his keyboard skills are on par. Like, he can dish out anything that you throw at him that's uh, registered uh, in ASCAP or BMI. Yeah. And as well as our, our own uh, original stuff, too. So that's his role in our band. And then finally, well, as far as uh, the band goes, we have Curtis. Curtis Barnes Draper. His initials are CBD. Figure it out. Um. Um, anyway, he's originally from, originally from Littleton, Colorado, a suburb of Denver. His family owns the biggest hemp production facility in the state. He, right after high school, his parents gave him a job there, but it's not like um, they really played the nepotism. He wasn't dealt the nepotism card, really, because they gave him, like, the, uh, the bottom of the barrel entry-level positions. He hated it, so he decided to become a barista instead. <laughs> and uh, he, he did have a place to stay, but he had, like, five roommates, and he was... Uh, He's a little claustrophobic, so he wasn't all, all about that. So he quit the barista job and then ended up uh, just traveling the country on foot, maybe getting a bus ticket here and there, doing some odd jobs. And, uh, yeah, and then, and then he uh, stumbled into Texas one day, and then uh, he's staying with us too. He's our drummer. So that's the band. But, and then we also have Julie. Uh, she is our landlord. She is an area manager at a retail clothing store called Triple G. It stands for Goth Girls and Guys. It's a competitor to Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's the area manager. She hopes to be uh, like a VP someday, but I don't know how... Uh, I don't know what her chances are of that, honestly. Anyway, she, she actually owns the house that we live in, but she... Um, yeah, so our, our barter with her, if you will, is that we don't actually pay rent. So all we have to do is record an album and get gigs, and she's going to manage us And any... any dough that we make off of our gigs and whatnot or merch uh she gets a cut of and uh that's our uh that's uh gonna be that's gonna be what she gets in lieu of us paying rent so she's gotta she's gotta wait a while yeah yeah then her there's her living boyfriend christian too christian delta he's like a uh, he he dubs himself as a uh christian not christian um no that's his name not his religion um that is his ah, shit I'm getting off topic here. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Are uh, these guys in the band too? The no, no, no. Chris, uh, Julie is our landlord. She is not in our band. Yeah, she's the one that owns the house. And then uh, Christian is her living boyfriend. He's a musician, but he's not in our band. Yeah, he's a goth rocker. He's uh, more like emo, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. So you, the, Matt has completely uh, developed an entire universe for oh, you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we're all featured in our original series shipped in a box on my uh, YouTube page, Skip Redstone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, it looks like there's some pretty uh, pretty big opportunities here for shipped in a box. You guys could be playing stages here in Fort Worth. Yeah, we want to be. Um, breaking the fourth wall for a second here, because obviously you can see this guy. Um, <laughs> he has put out the word for anyone that's interested in controlling the other members, so we actually can start performing live. That was about a month ago. Um, 
Honestly, there hasn't been a lot of a uh, lot of replies yet, but that's not going to stop me. I may actually just start doing solo uh, solo performances just to get my name out there, and so I can uh, perform live in, in front of people. Yeah, yeah. Even if I uh, even if those guys aren't the other guys in the band aren't able to join me yet. Well, this would be a cool start. I mean, yeah. I, I know you've been on podcasts before. You've been on the Jerry Jonestown Massacre podcast. Yeah, dress up like Uncle Sam. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was a 4th of July special, right? Yeah. We weren't actually on 4th of July, were we? I think it was a day after. It was after. a day before. The day, day before. before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a fun recording. Have you done other podcasts? No, no, just them and uh, you guys So and your year so far. Very cool. Well, I, uh, I talked to Matt, and uh, whenever we get ready to do, we're getting closer. We've got the uh, the big podcast room ready. We've got some extra air conditioning there, in here. Yeah. Anyway, we've got the big backyard, and we want to clean that thing up. It's and, huge. Yeah, and do a, a soft opening. Probably going to have uh, a couple of our, our homies play out there on the, the big stage outside. And we've even got a little makeshift uh, puppet area. Uh, like a stage, yeah. I got one of the. I got a stage ready too. Could we? Uh, yep. Could could we maybe ask you to at least come out and say a few words at the the soft opening or the grand opening? I would love to. Yes. Very cool. Yes. All right. Well, we'll make sure that's in the works. Save save the date. There's no date yet. Once you give it to me, I will <laughs> save it. I'll just put you like that. Well, I uh, I, th I think this is going pretty well. Uh, this is the first time I've uh, interviewed a puppet myself. So. Yeah, it's the first time that I've actually been interviewed, too, because I've just uh, sat in as guest on the JJTM, JJTM show. Well, they were missing out. This was a golden opportunity. I don't think Stubbs likes me. I think he <laughs> refuses to acknowledge that I fucking exist. And uh, he and I are going to have words or words uh, later on. You hear that, Matt? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think you're right. I don't think Stubbs is a fan. And I for the life of me, I don't get it. But yeah. there seems to be some, uh, some animosity. Maybe he's a... Uh, what would be the equivalent of a, a racist against puppets? A puppist? A puppist? <laughs> yeah. I just made that up on the fly, by the way. <laughs> Matt Stubbs, you're a puppist, sir. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say a feltist, because that may... Uh, sounds a little different. Yeah, yeah, it sounds a little different. Maybe could, not could the right connotations. Else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say that. So the, there was a problem with the server. Let's see problem what's going with the on server? Here. On the YouTube feed? I don't know if we're still. Oh. We're it's, still do, it's doing something now. I think oh, we're still okay. on there. Yeah, oh. this is. Uh, I'm going to have to find close. a find a streamlined way to make sure this uh, pops off without a hitch because we're going to do a live recording at our September 23rd event. And uh, oh, where's so that? That's going to be at Pouring Glory, and it's going to run from 11 to 6. And we're really excited about this year's event because it's going to be benefiting the Cook Children's Hospital. Ah, uh, very nice. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get to come, but we've we've asked uh, we've asked your handler to show up and bring the whole family. So, if you guys can make it out, oh, okay, okay, uh, I may have to uh, may have to be on my best behavior because if it's uh, benefiting Children's Hospital, I don't want to say anything that's going to get me in trouble. Yeah, just watch your mouth, Skip. Yeah, of course I I I know how to tone it down. I'm not above that. Yeah. <laughs> If that, that's such a uh, that's such a common uh, misconception about me because ultimately people uh, people associate uh, my kind with children's entertainment or family entertainment, which I am not. In fact, um, um, here actually, I'm going to speak for this guy for a moment here. The way that Matt over here decided to delve into the realm of puppetry was actually the Muppets were not actually the first 
the first determining uh, influence on him. It was a guy by the name of Randy Feltface, who's actually an Australian puppet comedian. And uh, he's pretty popular internationally. He was on a show... Um, he was introduced to American audiences, I think, in 2018. He was on a reality uh, competitive comedy show called Bring the Funny. And um, anyway, he was... He didn't make it past the like the first round, but that's how uh, that's how American audiences found out about him. Then he's uh, he's toured a couple of times internationally ever since then, since uh, you know COVID died down and uh, he was able to tour again. Um, but this guy over here has seen him three times, and he's got to meet him. In fact, uh, he's going to cool. pull out his phone to show uh, the picture of me, my old construct, and him. Yeah. Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's Randy Felface. Look him up. He is funny as fuck, and he has like <laughs> five or six different. Um, Specials that you can look up at on YouTube and see the entirety for free. Yeah, nice. but it was uh, it was his act that really got um, Matt interested in in acquiring me. Well, yeah, because I was his first puppet. All the all the rest of them he's acquired throughout the most of uh, 2022. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, I got distracted a minute ago because it looked like our live feed had gone down. But I was going to ask you. Yeah, you've got the stage right now. You've got the entire Fort Worth Roots audience listening to you do you have something you want to tell matt stubbs everybody loves toucan stubbs <laughs> okay <laughs> where everybody needs toucan stubbs <laughs> you got anything to tell uh stubbs as far as the uh the animosity that he's been expressing towards you i don't know what your problem is dude when you're ready to talk you know where to find me <laughs> <laughs> very cool <laughs> this is this is different. I'm I'm proud of myself for, for keeping up with the banter here, talking to a puppet for the first time. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mentioned before my uh my makeover, as you saw, all original. Well, my top half that is, bottom half doesn't really count. Um, anyway, but it's not quite done yet. Like if you look at my hands, these are damn bear claws, dude. Look at this; it's bigger than my chest. Yeah. But I am gonna get proper hands. Um, they just uh, I gotta go under the knife and needle again. Uh oh. Yeah. Who's who's gonna be your doctor? Who's uh, be that your would hand be surgeon? Th that would be his girlfriend, uh, Shelly. Yeah, yeah. She actually uh, so between uh, him and and her, they uh, they had constructed me like. But she has done the uh, the finer tuning and the sewing because uh, he sucks at it. If it was up to him, I'd just be glued together. <laughs> yeah, which is not ideal. I mean, it's it's pract it's ideal, but it's not really practical or meant for uh, um, severe abuse. Yeah, probably not uh, in this heat either. It'd be no, bad if you're no, no. on stage and your hands just fell off. Yeah, bleep, like yeah. where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess we're gonna break the fourth wall here again, okay. Matt. Matt um, what What do you see as, as far as the progression of this this brand or this this project that you got going on? Uh, first off, he's gonna put me down, so All you right. can address him properly. Thank you, Skip. You're welcome. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, so this my second phase is just as I mentioned before, performing live. Um that's something that I've and and uh selling merch too, and which is the reason why I got my all original skip construct as you, as you saw here. Yeah. Um I actually do have a website ready, I just haven't designed the uh I just haven't designed like the merch yet and it's so easy to do that online now. There's so, I use T Fury. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, because they have all these different types of uh, items that you can print your images on that you that you upload to the site. 
Yeah. And uh, people just have uh, their choice of what they want, whether it's T-shirts, bags, hats, uh, other kinds of apparel. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So merchandise and, and performing live. Those are that's that's the next phase of what I want to do. There's a comedy group uh, here in Fort Worth, and I know that they they go all around. They're in Denton. They're in Dallas. It's called Claws Out Comedy. Oh, I know of them. Yeah. And I, I met that, Mana. That, that might be a pretty. She's been on the show. Um, that might be a pretty cool plug-in. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Because it's it's a it's adult comedy. It's a they lean hard into like the therapeutic side of comedy. They and, do, yeah. And uh, just just a really interesting, very cool group of people, and that might be something that they'd be interested in. Yeah, so they're uh, they're there. very big advocates of mental health, which I can definitely appreciate. Yeah, I think we all can, especially after COVID. Mm-hmm. The roughest year of our, our adult lives, maybe. Yeah, and I've I've only done stand up once in my life, just as myself. Um, Jeff Lord, our friend Jeff Lord, whenever. The Lord. Yeah, whenever he decided to go on his first hiatus for Funky Town podcast, he had a friendsgiving slash going away party at what is now the Cicada. Okay. Formerly known as Main at Southside. And God rest your soul. Yeah. Mass. They uh, they schedule a few a few bands that were big fans of the show. And uh, I actually volunteered to do some stand-up comedy, too. And I um, actually have somewhat of a routine around Skip as well. But it, it, it's more... It, I would say that it's more involves, like, comedy and, uh, yeah, like, stand, doing stand-up jokes and, uh, and my songs. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just solo, I'd probably just uh, have him do acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> Until I get actual people that are interested in controlling the other three members of the band. It sounds like your your wife is really involved with this. Like she she's fully on board. She supports it. Yeah. In fact, it's uh, she even whenever I go live with Skip on TikTok, um, she always tries to do banter if she's in the room. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard her a few times. I haven't caught many of your lives. Um, I think about the time you guys go live. I'm getting ready for bed or already been in bed for a couple of hours because I've got a weird schedule. But yeah, the ones I have caught, um, it's. It's definitely interesting, and it's definitely not for kids. <laughs> I even have the adult setting turned on on TikTok before I go live every time. It's something you have to. It's a switch you actually have to manually hit, because otherwise it's gonna allow anyone who's any age, according to their profile. Yeah. And with that on, they you have to be 18 according to your profile age in order yeah. to even view it. That's good. That's smart. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, TikTok is definitely a interesting place. And before I decided to get into puppetry, I never thought I would ever use it because my girlfriend Shelly, she's been using it since I think early 2021 or so. And it was a really helpful tool for a lot of people to get through the pandemic whenever everything was locked down. And but I just I just didn't see the appeal in it. But then I realized how big of a reach it has, which has become unknowingly my main platform I had from him. Of course, I also have my replicated accounts that I... Uh, with Facebook and Instagram as well, which um, anytime I record a video with them, I upload it to all three, all three of those platforms. And then, uh, as I mentioned, uh, YouTube I have mainly reserved for my full-length episodes of uh, Shipped in a Box about, the, about Skip and his band. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next with Skip. But yeah, we'd love to have uh, Skip here for a, a little performance. Uh, oh yeah, that, would that be the first time you've 
brought them on stage? Uh, live, yeah. In front of a live audience, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that'll, that'll be pretty cool. That's <laughs> my next phase. Very cool. Um, we'll try to get that in the works real soon. Um, I think probably November-ish, maybe towards the end of November, have this place ready to, to entertain. There's a, a side gate. If you look through that window right there, you can kind of see the fence. But there's yeah, a little little corridor right there and i'm thinking about dressing that up real nice and that'll be the entrance to the backyard venue type thing and then the patio right here with the 12 inch by 12 inch footers all the way across it's a great little stage area so yeah i think uh i i know that they've used it in the past here at this location for other little artistic uh projects and I, I think that uh, bringing that back to life is, is really going to work out here good. So once yeah, we, I can see it too. Once we get it started, we'll, we'll start doing little get-togethers here periodic, periodically and uh, showing the artists in, in the community that this is a usable space and they can come here and practice like Gasagi. Got Gasagi coming here every Sunday to hang out and you know there's plenty of room i think there's been as many as seven or eight of them uh and every one of them has uh at least one drum some of them have two drums in front of them they've got a a drum kit that's like five four four feet in diameter wow all i'm saying is there's you look at this room and it i don't think it really looks that big to me but i'm telling you they've made it work they've gotten in here and I guess the volume hasn't really been an issue. I've got a package of disposable earplugs there in case somebody needs them, but hmm. it gets loud enough that it rattles pictures off the wall. I always carry a pair of earplugs in my wallet ever since I was 15. That's such a good idea. I walked into uh, the Ridgely room. Uh, yeah, I performed there. And, man, it's just a shotgun room and uh, loud as shit. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time that I've actually been like, I need some earplugs. I might walk out of here deaf. <laughs> it was so loud. Yeah. So I think it's probably a really good idea to bring earplugs with you to any kind of concert like that. Yeah, my dad was a drummer, and he uh, he can't hear a lot of high <laughs> high frequencies, <laughs> and it's because of the cymbals, and he didn't really use hearing protection when he was in his teens and early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I didn't want to end up like that. Something you don't think about. You know, I've, I've noticed my, my hearing has gotten a little, uh, it's not as good as it used to be. And I used to work around jet engines and big trucks and lots of noisy things. But I think really what's hurting my hearing lately are the headphones. Hmm. Because I've got, you know, I'll be sitting here for an hour and a half with somebody talking to them. And uh, I, I think that it's enough volume that it's actually maybe damaging my ears. So I try to keep it dialed down a little bit. Yeah. Something I didn't do when we sat down is I usually ask my guests if the audio levels are good. Has it been okay? Yeah, it's been fine. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Drop, I would have mentioned ball. it if it was too high or too low. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I try not to assume that people will do that because a lot of people, you know, maybe this is the first time in an environment like this. It's their first time podcasting, so they might not know to ask, like, hey, turn it up, turn it down. Yeah, well, I had my own podcast for several years, too. What was it called? RoboTutor's Insignificant Podcast. Okay. It's still on the feeds and still on the, oh, there goes your ring light. <laughs> well, lights out. The camera's still rolling. Yeah, m battery must have died. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I started in 2015 through 2017, and then I picked it back up from 2020 through 2022. Okay. Yeah. Any chance you'll be bringing back that show? Uh, if I do, I'll just do solo episodes every once in a while. I had 
it, it was a total of four people myself my girlfriend my girlfriend's brother and uh my girlfriend's uh nephew yeah who's a, a college student now yeah. yeah yeah and just think you know different things happen in life like i guess the main thing is that i really started getting involved with skip and my and puppetry as the i think the main reason why i stopped doing it about a year ago and plus um plus the other hosts um well kenneth uh, my girlfriend's uh brother he's really busy with like what his job and his grand and his granddaughter and then uh his uh youngest son alex who was the the fourth on our show he's he's in college and going for his uh bachelor's in like cybersecurity or something like that so nice. he's he's really busy with that so he'll always have a job oh yeah that's a good field to get into yeah and uh it's just not the same doing it by myself so that's why that's why i haven't done an episode in a little over a year yeah well um i saw some interesting fact i was looking for analytics on podcasts because i want to put together like a little uh presentation for like potential sponsors and there are like a billion podcasts on apple Podcasts, right oh yeah but when you dig into the numbers it's like only Nine, like it's something like ninety nine percent of them never did more than twenty episodes. I did a hundred and jeez, I think a hundred and man, ballpark it. Yeah. Okay. So let me think about <laughs> let me think about this. I think uh, no, 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 close to two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had I stopped my first time around. I stopped at a hundred and two. Yeah. And then so, I came back for two years, so yeah, that that makes about two, about two hundred right around. The the other part of those statistics is like the number that are still active. So yeah, even even the ones that have gone over twenty, like the ones that are still active. Anyway, long story short, it's like one percent. Okay, one seventy two, one hundred seventy two. One percent of the podcasts that are on Apple Podcast have over twenty episodes and are still active. So, even though there's a billion podcasts out there, there's actually not that many active shows. So, I don't know. That was encouraging to me because it kind of feels like yelling out a window sometimes, as Howard Stern put it. <laughs> I never heard him say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who he was talking to, but somebody was uh, talking to Howard Stern about wanting to do a podcast, and his response was, why don't you just yell out of a window? Which is what it feels like whenever you first start a podcast. I don't know if you remember this, but yeah. I'm sure your first year of podcasting was just, you know, dismal numbers. Nobody really tunes in to listen. Except for my friends. Yeah, you got uh, your my friends. My friends, yeah. Some of them will tune in, and some of them will continue to listen. Um, but you've got to find a way to retain those audience members and to grow your show. But I, the, the first year of this show was just it's very heartbreaking. <laughs> You know, every time you look at your analytics, you're like, shit. So yeah. I think it's it's difficult for people to continue doing podcasting if if they had the wrong idea coming into it. You know, like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to have a, you know, a thousand people listening to my show or whatever. Whatever uh, misinformation or uh, ideas they might have going into it. And then within the first year, you realize that, no, it's not really like that. So. But you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Your show was going for five years? Uh, f 
Uh, yeah, five years with a uh, a break in between. Yeah. Uh, total of five years, yeah, with a break in between from 2017 to 2020. It's yeah. Impressive, very impressive. Yeah, although there are our friends uh, JJTM that have been doing it longer than anybody mm-hmm. locally that I know of, ten years. They'd have to die to, for for anybody to catch up with them. They'd have to die. <laughs> it's the only way we can catch up now. Seemingly, yeah. <laughs> We thought we lost him. I've got a video marking the day. Oh it yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> there was there was a scare. We thought uh, we thought they were gonna fall apart there at the ten year mark, but they're healthy and strong and cranking out more episodes. So mm-hmm. Got to keep them. Yeah, we were there for their ten year celebration. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. That's what the that's what we were doing with Skip and uh, Brian Breckenridge. <laughs> Breckenator. Yeah. Breckenator. That guy's a trip. <laughs> Yeah, he's a trip. Um, who else? We had Susie Ramone. Yeah, Susie. A there, good friend, Susie. There was, oh, yeah, Jeff Lord was there, too. So, pretty pretty impressive group of folks at the temple, as they call their... Uh, yeah, the Temple of I. Yeah. Where, where does that come from, Temple of I? So, Dust, Dustin and Matt Stubbs used to be in a band called I Was Once Eaten. They were in it from, I want to say, 2008 through 2011... Yeah, 11 or 12, somewhere around there. And um, they actually built that shed in Dustin's backyard to be their rehearsal space. Uh-huh. And as a joke, they said, let's call it the Temple of I, um, for just after their band name, I Was Once Eaten. Well, yeah. um, the band ceased to be because the, the drummer had a back injury, uh, which basically prevented him from really playing his instrument at, from that point forward. And... Uh, Dustin was a big fan of uh, Kevin Smith's uh, podcast. Uh, what is it called? Hollywood uh, Underground or something like that? Never saw it. Yeah. I didn't know he had a show. Yeah, he's had That's a podcast awesome. for years. I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. And he also has Jalen... Uh, I think he has a couple. He also has Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Um, <laughs> anyway, but... I'm going to have to look that up, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so Dust- Dustin was a big fan of, of... And still is a big fan of Kevin Smith's podcast and also of um, the radio station The Ticket. Um, and... Well, there's an episode where Kevin Smith said, you know, people ask me all the time, uh, how do I get into podcasting? And he was just talking about how easy it is to do. So the, they, he literally converted his shed, which started off just as a band rehearsal studio and set it up for their podcasting. And that's really how it came to be. Yeah. There were, were originally three of them. The third one was a guy by the name of Seth Haynes, which was a mutual friend of ours and was also in a band as a DJ slash noisemaker sampler for his previous band, X Mobius. And uh, he was there the first two years, then he, then he stopped um, for various reasons. He and got then, married. No, no, he's not married. Not that guy? N- no, no. I think he's it's a, somebody else. Mm-mm. And uh, then there was a fourth, there was a fourth member for about a year named Will. He was their producer mm. and I guess just uh, oh, <laughs> on our punching bag <laughs> seemingly. <laughs> but he was a good he was a good guy. But yeah, after after Will left, the Seth left a li- little uh, after and then it's just been the two of them. I'd like to go yeah. back and listen to their older episodes, but I'm so busy listening to everybody's show. We've got so many interesting podcasts here. In yeah. Fort Worth, it's hard to keep up with everybody. Yeah, you can only go back so far, I think. Um, I, I don't think you can go, can go back to show number one. I think Dustin had to clear out some area on his, some space on his server. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn, I hope that doesn't happen to us. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I tried going back and listening to some old episodes, but I couldn't go pat. 
uh, on their actual website, mind you. Oh, okay. um, And, yeah, I want to say it stops at like 200 and something. Hmm. Anyway. We've got a lot of uh, fans and air conditioning units going here at the studio. It's it's hot. Oh, yeah, it is. But uh, hopefully the, the noise isn't too bad in the background. Um, still got a lot of uh, work to do here at the studio, but it's very usable. Yeah, it's coming together. I and, like it. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with the progress. I like these blue curtains. Thank you. Yeah, there was a whole... Nice touch. There were some arguments and some... Uh, Heavy conversations about the color, the size, the consistency. Oh, with who? You run this place solo. <laughs> it's true, yeah. But everybody's got an opinion, right? Oh. <laughs> anyway, we got it up there. Um, and there's there's a lot of other stuff I want to do in here, but uh, money and time. So. Oh, I know it. Yeah. I mean, I went through the same thing with my studio in my backyard, too. You have a backyard studio? Yeah. I, I, I mentioned this earlier before we started. Um, it's... Very similar, yeah. It's basically oh, that's a right. Backyard yeah. shed. You were yeah. saying it's just a little bit bigger than the temple. Yes, yes, yeah. maybe by maybe like twenty square feet or so. But I've yeah. rehearsed with my previous bands in there as well, and uh, yeah, right now it's just uh, yeah. Right, right now I still I still go out there and record my original music and whatnot. Hadn't turned into a storage bunker. Mm, well, it it is for the next week or so because my girlfriend's son is having some work done on his RV. So <laughs> whenever they come out next week, he's actually been staying uh, sleeping on the pull-out bed I have in there <laughs> nice got got it air conditioned oh yeah yeah that was the first thing that one of the first things that I did I put a window unit in it in it very cool yeah and then just a portable space heater well McFlies is having a uh, event today um, I think I can't remember what they're calling it but it's supposed to be like a brunch I don't know if they're serving food or what's going on have you been to McFlies no I haven't right down the street from the studio so maybe we need to pop in there after this is all wrapped up yeah we'll see want to take a look yeah skip you want to go skip is out of it man he must have partied hard last night you keep passing out on a skip rough night no 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 i was uh well he wasn't controlling me i mean it was just a. Uh, I don't have the endurance that you humans have so whenever you see me out of frame, I call that readjusting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was rest. I was just resting. Um, I have a question though. Do if if I step foot in this place, will it actually send me back in time? If you step foot in this place, will it send you back in time? Yeah, since it's called McFly's, after all. Yeah, it's a 1980s uh, themed bar, and I think if we can find the flux capacitor, we could uh, we could probably arrange something. Uh, We're gonna have to get this baby up to 88 miles per hour, though, and you're gonna really see some sh wild shit. Yeah, and it's not like there's a there's a vat of plutonium at the corner store right across the street from it. I don't know. There's some sketchy. Uh, <laughs> not to talk shit on the area, but there's some sketchy places right around the corner that I don't know. Oh. Who knows what you could get? I don't want to get held up. <laughs> yeah, that could get weird. All right, we'll skip. Thanks for being here, Matt. Thank, oh, thank you. you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll 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 put some some uh, dates on the the calendar for uh, the soft opening and uh, talk about having some folks out and uh, bringing you guys along for the ride. I'd love it. And then at some point, maybe we could get you to co-host another episode with us. <laughs> yeah, and have maybe, me back anytime you maybe, want. Maybe the guest won't cancel on us last minute. <laughs> I hear people talk about that on other shows, and it's. It's awful, but the reality of it is, life is life, and things do come up. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah, thank you all again for saving the day. Oh, you're welcome. My <laughs> pleasure. Uh, what's Skip's uh, Instagram? Oh, it's... Uh, or 
TikTok? It's uh, Skip Redstone across all platforms on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay. Is there anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Um, no, I think that's it. I mean, if you want to look, if you're interested in listening to the backlog of my podcast, it's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast on um, Apple Podcast or Google, Google Play, whatever your mantra is. Did you see Stitcher's going down? No, I didn't. They're taking Stitcher off. I didn't know that. That was uh, Stitcher was actually acquired by somebody, wasn't it? I don't know, but I got an email the other day saying, "Hey, just so you know, you know, if you've got some stuff on Stitcher that you want to keep, you better download it now." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then one final, th- one final plug. Um, if you want to listen to my current music endeavors, you can look up the Jet Noise on YouTube or on your music platform of your choice as well as a uh, robo tuner my album my solo album greetings okay it came out in 2020 cool i'll put all that in the show notes i might be hitting you up for some uh sometimes when i go to research this stuff i can't find it so I yeah, might i'll, be, s- I'll might send you all the links you. yeah okay cool all right well fort worth roots thank you all for listening this has been a very interesting episode hope you all enjoyed it and we'll see you next week Ripens. peace A huge thank you to our friend Skip Redstone and Matt RoboTuner Thomas. Thank you all for listening to this episode. And shout out to our newest sponsor, Crewwear, that you can find on our website. Go to fortworthroots.com, hit the drop-down menu for our sponsors, and look for Crewwear. You'll go to their website, and you can find that awesome 817 shirt that you see me wearing in videos and out in public when we're going to events. It's the only time I've ever worn an article of clothing and had people stop me dead in my tracks at a restaurant and ask me where I got that shirt. I didn't have a resource for him, but I do now. You can go to the fortworthroots.com website to uh, find that crew wear link and uh, take a look at the 817 shirt, the Funky Town 817 shirt, and many other thingies. Uh, again, Skip, Matt, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, saving our bacon, we had uh, another thing lined up, and it fell through, but thankfully we had Matt and uh, Skip there to save the day. Our sponsors, Woodpost Metalworks. You can go to woodpostmetalworks.com, use offer code PODCAST817. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Again, that is Woodpost Metalworks. Houkwalker Originals, you can go to houkwalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts, also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. Go to roofingsolutionshouk.com or get them on the phone at 817-882-6520. Highest rated roofer in the entire DFW area. It's your most valuable investment. Make sure you're using somebody like Darren Houck. In fact, just use Darren Houck. And uh, they'll give you 50% off a roofing tune-up just, excuse me, a roofing tune-up just by mentioning the Fort Worth Roots podcast. All right, what else we got? Pouring Glory, you hear us yapping about Pouring Glory all the time. It's one of our favorite hangouts. They are at 1001 Bryan Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas, just off South Main Street and I-35, one block north of Rosedale. Pouring Glory is a growler refilling station that serves craft beer and award-winning food with live music. He's been working hard on that patio, folks. Scott, uh, the owner out there, is a a friend of ours and a really amazing guy, and uh, he has really put a lot of effort into that uh, back patio. He's got a mister system up, which, you know, in a few months, that won't matter too much, but it'll be ready for next summer when it's August and 100 
50 degrees outside, but he's done some improvements to the stage, and there's always live music going on on the weekends. Uh, some of our favorite people are playing on that stage, so make sure to check that out. Again, it's Pouring Glory, and you can find all their information online just by searching Pouring Glory here in Fort Worth, Texas. Body Machine Fitness is at 2300 West 7th Street in Fort Worth. They offer a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience. Your first class has already been paid for, so go to bodymachinefitness.com to schedule your first high-energy cardio-strength group fitness class with best-in-industry trainers, cutting-edge audio and lighting, Uh, And show up early or stay after the class for the IR sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby. McFly's Pub. Guys, if you have not gone out to McFly's Pub yet, you've got to see this. Uh, the, the, The guy out there, Casey, who built this thing with his bare hands. He raised this old building out of the grave. Uh completely gutted it and redid this thing. And if you had seen this thing beforehand, it was horrific. But Casey really turned it around. And now... It is a destination. It's a travel destination for people all over the world. We've met so many cool people from London. Yesterday, I met a guy from New Jersey that was in there to specifically see the uh, McFly's Pub. It is a 1980s Back to the Future theme bar with a very impressive outdoor area, fire pit, hang out and bring some friends, pool, dart, cornhole, jumbo jenga, catch some live music there. It's it's all there's always something going on. I walked in yesterday and they were doing a water balloon fight. Yeah, they had like 200 water balloons in a horse trough, and they were just messing each other up. I don't know. It's it's just, it's always fun. Go check it out. McFly's Pub. It's over there by the military base here in Fort Worth. The actual address is 6104 LTJG Barnett Road in Fort Worth, Texas. Cowtown Nutrition, located at 5430 River Oaks Boulevard. They offer a healthy alternative to that compulsory fast food craving. You can also load up on your favorite Herbalife products and learn about their fitness groups that they hold on location at Cowtown Nutrition uh, on Instagram at Cowtown Nutrition. Check them out. It's, oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Cowtown underscore nutrition. I was messing that up. I messed it up like twice. But y'all forgive me, right? Okay. We missing anybody? We ran through that pretty fast. All right. Yeah. And look for crew wear. I know I've had a lot of people ask me about that 817 Funky Town shirt. You can get it by going to the FortWorthRoots.com website. And hitting that drop down, look for Crew, C-R-U, where, and uh, it'll take you to his website. You can order it right from there, right on the spot. Our next event is going to be at McFly's Pub. Do not have a date set, but we're really looking forward to this. It's going to be uh, a, a pretty low-key deal. We're not going to advertise for it like crazy, but uh, we are going to have some good people out there, and uh, we want you to join us. So, you're invited. If you heard it here on the Fort Worth Roots podcast, you are invited to our next event that doesn't actually have a date yet. <laughs> We're working on that for you, though, folks. All right. And a shout out to everybody that joined us for our September 23rd event. Thank you so much. And we are still getting numbers together. And uh, we'll know how much of an impact we had uh, at that event for our charity here in just uh, a week, maybe two. But working on that. All right. Thank you all again. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.